This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Learn more about AEM's Farm Bill priorities at AEM.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Hannah Peigel. Drivers will have the option to fill up with E15 this summer. The Environmental Protection Agency plans to issue an Emergency Clean Air Act waiver to allow the continued sale of E15. The Biden administration says consumers have been hit hard by inflation and the ongoing war in Ukraine, which has caused a fuel supply emergency that impacted global prices. The Biden administration made a similar allowance last year. A Kansas Republican welcomed the announcement, saying it will not only help the environment, but American agriculture, too. Right. Well, first of all, it's it's good, good news, right? So it's great news. Uh, Number one, it's going to mean less of a carbon footprint from cars by using those higher blends. And, of course, whenever we have an opportunity to use corn or sorghum uh, in some type of a fuel stock, that's going to be good for American agriculture, good for Kansas farmers. EPA's decision for summertime E15 sales is likely to be met with opposition by refinery groups, which could lead to some taking legal action. The waiver will officially begin on Monday. Under the law, a waiver can only last 20 days but can be extended. EPA says it expects to issue new waivers until the current fuel supply issues are no longer impacting the market. The top House Ag appropriator says the work requirement debate in federal welfare programs should be handled through debt ceiling negotiations and not the Farm Bill. That opinion is contrary to some of the senior leadership on the House and Senate Ag Committees. Maryland Congressman and House Ag Appropriations Subcommittee Chair Andy Harris spoke on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. He says now that Republicans have outlined their debt ceiling demands through a bill this week, a debate about work requirements is necessary. In the SNAP program, for instance, the the, the waiver process is is way too lenient. Uh, many states that uh, that really don't deserve a waiver uh, for for those uh, work requirements have requested them and have been issued. Uh, so we have to tighten up. Uh, we we again, you know, these requirements are mostly based on on uh, unemployment rates in states. We are at record low unemployment rates in the country. There is no state in the union that should be getting a waiver from a work requirement on SNAP. But they are. So we have to tighten up the requirements. Harris says the work requirement subject touches on more welfare programs than just food assistance. Since the work requirements are not only for the SNAP program, they also cover Medicaid, they also cover TANF, the temporary aid to needy families, uh, I think the most appropriate place to do it is now in the debt ceiling. I, I think as a country, uh, the vast majority of Americans agree, look, we have a safety net. If, you know, God forbid you need to be in it, you need to be in it. But if you're an able-bodied person without dependence, without a disability, you actually should be uh, training for a job or looking for a job or being on a job. Jim Richards with Cornerstone Government Affairs and Roger Shemrai with OFW Law also joined this week's show to further discuss the politics of the debt ceiling debate and offer their thoughts on what is up ahead as lawmakers look to fund the government and advance a farm bill. Once the debt ceiling issue is resolved, Shemrai says he hopes the appropriations process will get worked out versus having to pass a continuing resolution. And in the end, there's going to have to be agreement between the leadership in the House and the Senate Appropriations Committees about how to proceed. We've gotten too used to having continuing resolutions going forward. Obviously, a CR is better than having any kind of a shutdown. But agencies always do not like having ACR because it limits them in terms of what they can do for planning for their new fiscal year and whatever 
um, new priorities they might want to undertake. So if there's a way to avoid a CR, at least for some of these bills, that's a desirable outcome. You can head to agripulse.com or watch the show tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on RFD TV. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. The Association of Equipment Manufacturers brings ag equipment and technology manufacturers together to help producers use precision agriculture to produce more with less. We're calling on Congress to include incentives for the adoption of precision ag technologies in the 2023 Farm Bill. Learn more about our efforts at AEM.org. Again, that's AEM.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, head to agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle.